That's a groovy button. What does it say? Hey, it's just what the world needed. Another Monkeys podcast. Well, I'm Al Bigley. And I'm Alan Williams. And it's time for, uh, uh, yeah, we got to come up with a name. The Texas um, uh, Home Companion. Uh, uh, save the Texas Arts. Whales in the Forest. Uh, uh, home Companion. Uh, save uh, the, the, the Prairie yeah, Home prairie chicken, chicken People, the Chicken and Waffles. and the Save the Texas Prairie Chicken. Save the, uh, <laughs> make mine save, bring the, uh, the Waffle Iron with the chicken and the, the base, the turkey. And, and, uh, You're trying to serve uh, the it's the you know it's the same the, 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 the big time uh, prairie, the prairie uh, the home home fires burning. Save the Texas prairie chicken. Save it's uh prairie. Save the it's um prairie it can be it can it can be something like save the you know the the, the thing the, the eagle the wings. Save the Texas prairie chicken. the wings and it's the Save the Texas prairie chicken. I can't think with this bulb hanging over my head. I got it. The Texas Prairie Chicken Home Companion! Isn't that dumb? And with that auspicious introduction, we welcome you to the premiere broadcast of the Texas Prairie Chicken Home Companion podcast. The most anticipated podcast, well, in at least the last 10 or 15 seconds. We are so happy you've joined us for the next little while as we ruminate and reminisce about four people who have impacted our lives for over half a century now. And you have to bear with me, I'm struggling with allergies this week, which makes my normally incredible voice almost as sexy and sultry as that of Peter Torx. Well, how do I follow that? But I mentioned the four guys that we're talking about. Billy Roy Hotstetter, Loxley Mendoza, the astonishing Pietro, and that never-to-be-forgotten um, Edith Sidebottom. Oh, yeah, that's it. Of course, they're also known as Groucho Harp. I mean... Mike, Mickey, Peter, and Davey, the monkeys. You know, Alan, for 50 years now, the guys have been part of that musical earworm we lean on daily and brought us so much laughter with their zany antics. So, beginning today, we pay homage to them the only way we can, by talking about the show, the music, the people involved, and our four heroes themselves. And... Listen, now, listen, don't tell anybody yeah, I told yes. you. Don't tell anybody yeah. I told you this. But uh-huh. as a special bonus to yeah. all the people out there that uh-huh. are listening yeah. today, uh-huh. I got a special treat at the yeah. end of the podcast. Uh-huh. I'm going to show, yeah. once and for all, uh-huh. solve an urban legend regarding Papa Nez. Well, at least one has been bugging me for 20 years. Well, first up, allow us to introduce ourselves to you. You're here now. I'm Al Bigley, also known as Mr. Schneider around my house. Because I move about as much as Mr. Schneider. I'm about as active, actually. Um, my background in Monkeys fandom is I discovered the show in the early 70s when it was on in reruns on Saturday morning. I am what you call a second-generation fan. No, you guys that caught it in the 80s on MTV are not second-generation fans. Let's clear that up right now. Am I getting all... Is the vein popping? Is yeah. This, yeah. You kids, get away from those TVs, dear. Right. We, had, we had televisions we made uh, with wood... And and the, the steam, the billows, the bellows, and we pumped and pumped, and you got to... Okay, anyway, um, enough shtick. Um, uh, well, maybe. Okay, listen. Uh, no, I saw the Saturday morning, and I uh, really liked the show, and of course, being a fan back then, you just had to scrabble and scramble for what you had. Handful of albums here and there. Uh, later, they had the afternoon reruns in the late 70s when the show was sold to syndicated stations all over the country, and have never stopped being a fan. Ah, well, uh, next time, Steve. next time, Steve. tell us how you really feel. No, I'm kidding. Can I, I am... get off my uh, my record collection? <laughs> and I am Alvin. Uh, Alvin? No, no, this is not about the chipmunk. 
I'm Alan Wilbur Zeckenbush Williams. Unlike Mr. Bigley, we who still want a hula hoop. <laughs> we can hardly. I am old enough to be a first generation monkey maniac. Yes, oh I'm legit. I was, can I touch you? Uh, yeah, just watch where those fingers are. I don't know where those fingers have oh, been. come on. Um, Loosen up. Lo- <laughs> I find that fascinating, Captain. Um, I was six years old on September 12, 1960. Yes, I was six once. A long, long ago in a galaxy. No, wait a minute. That's Star Wars. That's not the right thing. But I was six years old, uh, and I was in front of the television watching NBC, September the 12th, 1966, at 7.30, 6.30 Central Time. And yes, Mike, I did have a television set at that time. Um, they had TV back then? Yes, they did. Oh. And I watched uh, Mickey try to sell the usurper to uh, uh, the Archduke Otto, and Davy saved the princess. And My from doctor the- tried to give me the usurper the other day. I was in his office, and I, I said, it's not time. It's not been a year yet. So. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch those doctors, especially when they put on the uh, the Teflon Teflon usurpers? Yeah, those are not good. Isn't that a Nesmith song? Teflon usurpers? Yeah. I've got that on a, a special single. And, and that's a bootleg. That's a true bootleg oh, yes. there. But uh, the first 45 I ever owned, which my mother went out and bought two days after the show, was Clarksville, Take a Giant Step. Uh, my uh, aunts, is, or my cousins as they were, had all three albums, so I got to listen to uh, The Monkeys More Of and Headquarters. And from then on, it was the music. The music has kind of stayed with me throughout the years. It's been... We talked about the musical earworm. Well, the monkeys are always the music I turn to whenever I'm in one of those moods. And you've seen me in those moods, and it's not very pretty. The vein and the red face, I see it now. It's coming out. I get the, the, get yeah. the uh, John Jones uh, comic book reference here. The Martian Manhunter, red eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just allergies on your part. Uh, no. It's Alan, Alan or G's, not allergies. That's your department. Well, you know, I've got a comment, too. It's the music that stuck with me, especially growing up when we didn't have the show to watch you know again we didn't have vcrs and dvrs and bvds and fbis back then we just you know you just had what you had so the music tended to take precedent for me too and um still remains the most important thing to me about the group and i'm so grateful rhino has given us as much as they have i'm still amazed that i'm still amazed that we got something like live 67 that's you know 20 years ago next year that's been out well, when you look back, and if you think back to the late 70s, early 80s, we got those German cheap imports that had yes. like 20, 20 hits. Recorded off the TV Recorded show. off the TV show, and <laughs> it was lousy. I mean, and then, of course, the, the picture disc monkey business came in. That was it, a revelation. It, that was it, and it went from there. But, yeah, as, as much as I disagree with Harold Bronson on some of the things that Rhino's done, there's no denying that between him and Andrew Sandoval, they have just given us – I mean, we've hit the monkey's lottery when it comes right. to music, so. I, I've, if they had stopped after, like, Missing Links 2, I still would be amazed at all that we've been given stuff I never thought we'd hear or see. So forgive me if I don't get upset about a crushed tray or two. <laughs> um, I'm good. I'm good. Well, and the other thing I wanted to talk about is um, you and I have known each other for half the, long, half the time the monkeys have been around, but. Don't make me cry. Yeah, I know. We're the um, tissues. We wanted. I, I wanted to talk about some of the experiences that we've had. Now, the public. <laughs> you said we're going monkeys experience. Oh. Monkeys. Oh. Al, yeah, work with me here. Monkeys experiences. Oh. Oh. I mean, Good. you've seen them. You've seen them a lot more times than I have. Uh, I was old enough to go, and my mother tried to actually get tickets to the Hendrix Monkeys concert at the Charlotte Coliseum in 1967, and, and failed epically. Oh, yeah. So it was missed it by that much. <laughs> 
And I did not get to see Jimi Hendrix and all the waving pink arms, as Nez used to say, Foxy Davy, Foxy Monk, that kind of thing. But we did manage to see them in 96. Now, did you go home and set your little toy Hasbro Monkey's Guitar on Fire? No, I did not. No, I actually never got the guitar, didn't get the guitar, didn't get the game, didn't get the hand puppet, didn't get the monkey mobile. It was a situation where, you know, I was lucky if I got three squares. (laughs) It sounds like. How do you live? uh, Very carefully, I might add. Um, but, you know, you and I met in the mid-80s, and then we finally, uh, our, our first collective monkey uh, meeting, um, I'll never forget that. It was at the old media play up on Highway 49, if I you're familiar. Remember. This is up near UN, you, the UNC Charlotte, for those of you who are not familiar with Charlotte, North Carolina, which is I, where we are from. I used to ride my horse up that way and sell apples on the back of a cart I had. Was the apples? I was. I was always a cabbage. I was always a cabbage kind of guy. But then they brought in the, the, the highway and the traffic, and it was me selling applesauce. <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> but if you remember uh, back then, I was a fan. I still am of the old movie cliffhanger serials, and I knew that Mickey. Uh, I, I kind of bonded with Mickey that day as we stood in line to get autographs. I got a hug from Mickey that day. Mm-hmm. I got, uh, yeah, well, because you gave him the Blackhawk comics, right? Because Mickey's 1996 book, his little memoir, mentioned he liked the DC comics. Again, more comics references. You better get used to them, folks. Um, Mickey liked the Blackhawk comic book, which is about a military uh, group of aviators that originally fought in World War II, correct? Mm, and then that's they correct. continued the comic. Mm-hmm. Mickey read it as a boy in the 50s. I found him uh, an issue from the 50s, thanks to local comic book Shop owner Shelton Drum, another shout out. I'll expect my check in the mail, Shelton. Um, and Mickey was very surprised. I'm sure he's used to getting the usual, you know, pictures of himself as a member of the monkeys or the usual stuff. But this really surprised him, and it made him leap out of his seat and embrace me. And uh, that's all I can say publicly. Uh, there's a, is a restraining order. Well, like I say, you got that. See, I got, I got you top though. Back in the I heard head. that about you. Yeah. In 1945, his father, George Dolans, uh, was a character actor under contract to Columbia Pictures. And he made a very forgettable 15-chapter cliffhanger serial, which is, for those who, for those of you kids who have never seen something like that before, it was a 20-minute episode, and it always used to say, to be continued. It's kind of like Raiders of the Lost Ark, but that's probably even too old for you young punks. So... <laughs> so... so I had managed to procure a videotape copy of it, so I handed it to him, because, and I handed it to him, and I said, this is a movie that your father made right after you were born, because I've also seen pictures of uh, his mother, Janelle, holding him while they're on the set of this movie, and unfortunately, and uh, he looked at me, and said, the, the star of the star of it was on the cover, he says, that's not my dad, I flipped it over, I said, no, but that is, and he, it was the same reaction you got, so I managed to, because of that, I managed to get backstage, which was uh, you and I both got backstage, right. and to see Mickey walking around with a rolling rock at the time was very interesting. And that's all we shall mention as far as what was seen backstage. <laughs> yeah, again, I know. there's a restraining order. Uh, again, you know, well, Peter didn't take too kindly to us ratting him out, but that's another story for another time. Right. Um, but yeah, we got backstage, and it actually led to an email relationship for about a year between Mickey and I, where I asked him non-show questions, but. Uh, well, shows about his dad and about mm-hmm. yeah, trying to find Hollywood. trying to find stuff about for his dad from his dad on eBay. That's right, I remember so. that. And this is about the time while also Facebook was was being born and the internet as we know it now. Mm-hmm. Actually, yep. in the late '90s, so Facebook was still yep a long time away. But true, 
But uh, I mean, we we, we had we had the internet, and we uh, you didn't have to throw a roadie on the fire to make right. it go. So, um, but nobody mails letters anymore. But we had the uh, we had the forum posting groups. Oh my God! You remember those? Yeah, barely. But uh, and then all the white type on the black background and the, mm-hmm. yes. And then you couldn't really respond immediately to some idiot who'd come up with say something stupid. But um, I wish someone would invent something online. We could do that. Like somebody comes up with a political post and you don't like it, and you could immediately type in a comment and everybody gets angry and everybody's upset. But um, that's just a pipe dream right now. Al, yes. I hate to tell you this, huh? but it's called Facebook. It's called what book? Facebook. What about or, my face? Or the Twitter. The Twitter. That's yeah. filthy. You were not supposed to mention those words on this pod. You told me. The Twitter. You told me. Hey, that sounds like a song. Never mind. I I, I, I used to have a girlfriend that would do the Twitter. God, I, I, oh my God. Don't get me started. Isn't that dumb? Yeah. But then again, uh, as I said, you've seen it more times than I did. You've drove down to uh, to Atlanta to see Nez Solo. I remember oh, yes, that in 92. Back in 92. Car broke down, actually, mm-hmm. but we still made it. Yep, and um, the last, the only other time I got to see them was uh, you and I went to uh, to see you he and I. That sounds like a good song cue. Um, you're welcome, and um, not the Justice version. Although I like Justice for all you Justice haters. Or oh, you, mean, you mean that? that you mean that there Neil? You need that Neil Young guitar version yes, of you that, and I? Okay, that, that young Neil Young guy is. You better but, keep an eye on him. He's going places. But uh, yeah, it, and got to see them in in '96, uh, just before uh, Good Times came out, mm-hmm. and it was nice to see them do um, "She Makes Me Smile." Yes. But uh, yeah, the idea, the fact that we're not going to see the three of them again, yeah, it's a little sad. But you know, Nez is Nez has been so gracious over the last three or four years. Never thought we'd see it. So yeah, but it's been. I mean, we've both had a lot of interactions with, and you and I. We would always go up to a little town near Winston-Salem, North Carolina, called Louisville, to see Peter and his two-man right. band uh, partner, James Lee Stanley, perform. And it was always great. Very and small, I, intimate shows. And I can honestly say, I bought Peter Tork dinner one night. It was at that uh, Cracker Barrel. Somebody had to do it. I saw him in that Cracker Barrel that yeah. same uh, That's what I'm talking about. I paid for his dinner. Oh, that's so, right. That's so, right. Yeah, so, but Wouldn't sit with us, but we paid for his dinner. That's all right. I'm kidding. He, he 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 took our money. He took our money at the at at the show after the show. So yes, but um, a day it, of money exchanging hands. As you can tell, uh, we have a good time sitting there talking about the guys, and that's what I'm hoping that we'll get the chance to do more often. To give you, I know a lot of you guys out there are third and fourth generation monkey fans who discovered them in MT at MTV in '86. These blasted kids. Yeah, but. Um, I think I can bring a perspective from a lot from you know, from twenty years before that. So we're gonna have a lot of fun. There's a lot of things that Al knows. There's a lot of things that I know. There's some things we don't know, but uh, we're gonna try to share this with you and have a good time doing it. Um, we hope that you will tune in. Now I'm gonna tell you up front. I can't guarantee the uh, consistency of these because our unfortunately our work schedules and everything that we've got going makes it a little tough for us to do this. You work? Yeah, believe it or not, I do. I've heard a lot about that work thing. I, I, I could watch it for hours. I'm so fascinated by it. Work, 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 work. Wait a minute, work, that work. sounds like a Rihanna song. Never mind. But uh, who's Rihanna? Yeah, that's right. We don't care about Rihanna. We only care about the monkeys. And we hope to cover some things that the other podcasts don't. Some unique perspectives. Some surprises, hopefully. And I have a list of 175 gazillion people long that I that I at some point I'd like to try to interview because. There's some things we'd like to get their perspective on it as well because they were there. They were part of it. And the right. good news is there's still a lot of people still with us. 
Excellent. Up in age, like Rosemary is pushing 170. What's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that. There's... 170? Yeah. She's a young chip. You got her number? <laughs> is, that, is that your Adam West? Is, is that your 88-year-old Adam West? This is my Adam West. <laughs> Julie Newmar, who was a frequent Monkees guest star, still creates curious stirrings in my utility belt. To the Matt Pulls, Robin. <laughs> that is the kind of stuff that you will get into because you never know what we're going to say or actually who we're going to say it as. Oh, you lucky people. That's right. Lucky, so, lucky people. So that about wraps it up for this now edition. That, wait, wait. Huh? What? I'm forgetting oh. something. Oh, oh! Great, oh, sorry about that. Oh, great. Uh, oh, yes. Seer of the North. That's right. I promised you guys for listening to us ramble for a while that I'm going to, I'm going to, and an urban legend that I discovered the first time. Now, to preface this, I'm going to take you back to the introduction of the Monkeys Blow Their Mind episodes where Nez and Frank Zappa are sitting together talking. Seven. At seven years old, I really had no idea who the hell Zappa was or what he was doing on the set. But in the middle of this, Zappa drops this little bombshell. You know that after I quit the show, I'm going to join the birds, don't you? <laughs> No, I didn't know that. When you quit the mothers, who are you going to join? I may join the birds, too. Okay, now at the time, again, being seven years old, didn't understand it, but if you watch the episode when he says that, it kind of throws Nez off. It does. So, what really planted the seed for this urban legend for me was Glenn Baker's book, Monkey Mania, where he talks about Nez um, playing steel guitar with the birds, and the urban legend that the that the birds sang back up on what am I doing hanging around, even though Chip, Mickey, and Peter, and Davey are credited as the backup vocals. So, do not have... Do we need to explain to the younger listeners what a book is? You think they know? No, I think that okay, they, if go they're ahead. in school, they, they still have them in the libraries they is do? what I'm understanding. Okay, go, go. All right, so not having access to Papa Nez, and we all know as, as, as Nez goes, he's very selective as to any type of fan-type questions he responds to. So I did the next best thing. I found Roger McGuinn's official Twitter account, and I tweeted him. I said, I'd asked him, I said, can you clear up Urban Legend for me? Were there ever any talks about Michael Nesmith joining the Birds in 68? Well, here's the answer. A couple of days later, he responds, Mike Nesmith and I were friends in the 60s, but there were never any talks about him joining the Birds. So, if you ever thought about you know, the possibility after you've seen that episode that Nes was going to join the Birds but never did, Sorry, folks, that urban legend is just that, a myth. So tune in again next time for this Monkey Myth Busters. Monkey Myth Busters, that's easy for me to say. Did you forget your teeth again? Yes, I did. Well, you see, you can't say this podcast does not give you something. We uh, delivered that little uh, myth-busting tidbit, and uh, hopefully it was worth it. Crickets? Hello? 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 That wasn't a joke. That was. uh, Hello? Is is this thing on? That was heartfelt emoting. Oh, well, don't did you see the vein and the redness and the... Are you hulking up again? Something's no, happening. Okay. I took the, the orange pills today. Okay. I don't know what's going on. Well, we hope, like I said, we hope to be able to the bring colors. these... The colors, man. The colors. Oh, no. Do you see them, too? <laughs> Wait a minute. Isn't that Timothy Leary? Isn't that Timothy Leary in the corner? I'm sorry. He's in a bus made out of <laughs> porcupine feathers. We hope to bring you this podcast as often as we can. Uh, as we wrap this up... We want to remind you to, we got to plug the Facebook page. It is facebook.com slash T-T-P-C. P-C-P? No, no. Just, just search the, the Texas Prairie Chicken Home Companion. And you'll see it on Facebook. Everyone's all a Twitter about it. And Twitter. 
Yeah, say that word again. We're going to get slapped with a fine or something, like the Howard Stern man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the Texas Prairie Chicken Home Companion uh, page that you guys have, in, in, uh, have embraced. Uh, again, I want to throw a public shout-out to Ken Mills, the pod father, for right. giving us the rub and guiding yeah. us in a little bit. Ken gave you the rub too. Yeah, well, cool. I'm talking about like a wrestling. Let oh. me let me let me go pro wrestling here. You know, when a when a veteran I gives, need, I need some time alone. Uh, <laughs> check, please. <laughs> check, please. Oh. Uh, now let us also point out we are not affiliated with the Monkees or Rhino Records, any of their families or friends. We have to say that there's someone here actually holding a gun to both our heads. So, uh, from the fun little fact there, that's uh, something that has to be done. Is that the legalese? Okay. Now, also, I've got some fun little web pages out there. Uh, I've got a great pop culture blog that has tons of rare monkeys items upon it, sound and visual items. It's Bigly B I G, G L E E dot blogspot dot com. That's the name of the blog. Um, the <laughs> so they yeah. basically just go to, basically just go to blogspot dot com and then type in Big Glee. Nothing to do with the Glee show. I get lots of fan mail for, like, young preteen singers. But it can be fun, but, you know. And don't forget that we've, we've had a couple of comic book mentions on that, and it's, that's the re- there's a reason for that is Al is a very talented comic book artist. He's been published by both DC and Marvel and Malibu, as a matter of fact. He has his own uh, website, Al Bigley, A-L-B-I-G-L-E-Y dot com. So go check it out there. And as you were telling me this morning, we now have a we're, – you're working on a blog page for Blogspot right. for us? Also, do the initials again. Uh, uh, T – T-T-P-H-C. Uh, T-T-P-C-H-C. I had some up this morning with the green girls. No, but God, put blog post. Put Blogspot in there somewhere and you go to that too. It's all on the Facebook page, which is real, really where anyone goes anymore. So just go to Facebook and you're done. That's right. You go to Facebook and you're done was it, was it one of these things where it just uh, – Facebook erases you. <laughs> That's probably coming soon. All right, but thank yeah, but we, but we, but we want to, we want to thank you guys for hanging out with us uh, and and listening to us ramble. We promise that uh, the next time will be a little bit more coherent. Uh, Al will be definitely on his Zyrtec or his allergy medicine, and uh, <laughs> we will we will try to come up with more creative uh, monkeys related names next time. So. Until then, this is this is Michael Nesmith, and this is Peter Tork, and Mickey Dolans, and Davy Jones. Uh, Al, let me. I got this. Okay, I got this. Uh, this is Al for Alan for Al, or Al for Alan, or one of us, all for one and one for all. Reminding you to check out the Texas Prairie Chicken Home Companion podcast the next time we see you, and we will hobereber seber you down the road. Is that legal? <laughs>